Hi, my name is Clark Nolan, and today is Friday, April 2nd, and our scripture reading is from Luke 23, 13 through 33, on this Holy Week 2021. Pilate then called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was misleading the people. And after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserving death has been done by him. I will therefore punish and release him. But they all cried out together, Away with this man, and release to us Barabbas, a man who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to see, desiring to release Jesus. But they kept shouting, Crucify, crucify him. A third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I have found in him no guilt deserving death. I will therefore punish and release him. But they were urgent, demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided that their demand should be granted. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and a murder for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus over to their will. And as they led him away, they seized one, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country and laid on him the cross to carry it behind Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. But turning to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Fourteen years ago, my wife, Pam and I walked through a significant decision together. A yes to either of the opportunities presented would, would involve a relocation and a new role. Two different ministry opportunities, two different cities, or to stay and remain. I still remember the different voices we listened to as we discerned direction. Uh, we listened to one another the voice of the spouse. We listened to wise counsel, the voice of God's people. We listened to biblical wisdom, the voice of God's word. We listened to our current context and opportunity, the voice of circumstance. We listened to our calling and gifting, the voice of God's spirit. We also listen to the voices of self-doubt and fear, the unknown voice during our decision-making process. What voices do you find yourself listening to when a decision must be made? 
On this Good Friday, we find a man listening to voices. His name is Pontius Pilate. He's the Roman governor of Judea, and he has a decision to make, a decision to set one man free and condemn another man to death. As the unjust trial of Jesus has made its way to Pilate, we find a man swayed by the voices of the moment. Pilate listened to the voice of his wife. She exhorted him to have nothing to do with condemning Jesus. He listened to the voice of a peer. You see, it was on this day that Herod and Pilate became friends. He also listened to the silent voice of fear, the fear of Caesar. He wanted to avoid a riot. He listened to the, his own voice as he concluded that Jesus was not guilty of the charges. Eventually, though, he listened to the voice of the crowd. The crowd was manipulated by the chief priests and elders, and the gospel writers tell us that the crowd shouted all the more. They were urgent, demanding with loud cries, and eventually it says their voices prevailed. As Pilate interacted with Jesus, Jesus affirmed his kingship and his divine authority. And Pilate allowed the loudest voices to overpower the one voice that mattered. And in doing so, we see how the sovereign voice of God uses an unjust trial, a night of mockery and abuse, and the crucifixion of Jesus to put to silence the voice of death for those who would look upon the king. Back to our story, after much prayer and evaluation of God's voices in our lives, Pam and I decided to remain and stay in our current assignment. We have learned that the Lord's voice is the best voice. His voice should be our loudest in the crowd. How about you? Are you listening to the voice of people-pleasing? Or how about the voice of materialism? the voice of a political ideology, the voice of comfort, the voice of the media, or maybe it's the secret voice of sin that promises something it cannot deliver. On this Good Friday, are the prevailing, demanding, and urgent voices in your life drowning out the one voice that matters? Okay.